Progressive Insurance protects people's cars, homes, and other vehicles. But if you've ever seen our commercials or even just heard our name, you probably already knew that. What you may not know is that we support Humble Design, a nonprofit that furnishes homes for families and veterans emerging from homelessness. Because a little help goes a long way. And a lot of help. Well, you get the idea. Now, if you already knew all of this about Progressive Insurance, we're impressed. We'll have to find something else cool to tell you next time. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, the university where you learn everything that is going on in the world of pop culture and see what life lessons you can get from it for your own life. So it's educational, inspirational, awakening, if you ask me. What can make it better? Having the sexiest podcast host in North America. I might leave North America soon, though, because of everything that's going on in America right now. Australia is looking real good down under there. All they have is kangaroos trying to fight them at the back door and Iggy Azalea running around. Sounds a lot better to me. There's so much shit going on with this TikTok ban that has totally pissed me off all day. So we need to talk all about it. I've just been wanting to scream and talk to anyone who will listen. But no one in my house with me cares enough. So thank God I have you guys. I'm going to roast the congressman debunk everything they said call them out for the embarrassing whales that they are and it's gonna be a tea sesh the boston fucking tea party of the 21st century that's what's gonna be so strap in for that at the end of the show we're gonna discuss some other things going on in pop culture like jojo siwa coming out and saying nickelodeon basically shunned her and our assholes and homophobic rob kardashian potentially overdosing a couple in pop culture a major sexy couple who just got engaged all the tea so before we get into all of it make sure you rate this podcast five star on spotify apple Podcasts. leave a cute little review screenshot yourself listen to it post it to your instagram story and tag me someone rated this podcast two star because i sing too much you're really gonna dock me three stars because my singing is it that bad am i worse than addison ray you're a monster i know my singing is five out of five anyway Screenshot yourself listening to it. Post on your story. I'll hit you up. We can be besties. DM and everything. All right. Face forward. Eyes on the front. Class is in session. Take your seats. Did you hear my covert narcissism? My disguise is altruism. Like some kind of consciousness. I wake up screaming from dreaming. One day I'll watch as you leaving. And life will lose all its So do you guys remember how I was saying I want to start giving out superlatives in this class because classes do that in real life, like class clown or most likely to succeed, most likely to be president, all of those things. I want to give a superlative to the celebrities that I talk about in this podcast. I was actually given the superlative in my senior year of high school, most likely to have their own reality show. I'm not surprised. I mean, the shoe really fucking fits. I felt so seen by my classmates at that moment. I didn't even campaign for it. I just found out I wouldn't. I was like, wow, 
I have never felt more appreciated for my true self. So I think superlatives could be a fun thing. And the first superlative I was thinking of giving out is going to be called the Secret Villain Award. And it's basically for a celebrity who should really get an, an Oscar for being the best actor in manipulating the public into thinking that they are the hero when in fact they are the secret villain. For example, Selena Gomez could have won this last week. She would be the perfect first recipient of the Secret Villain Award. The Secret Villain Superlative. This week, the Secret Villain Superlative is going to Congress. Congress of the U.S. motherfucking A. (laughs) They are the secret villain because they think they're doing something to help the public or they're trying to convince us that they are doing something to help the public, but they really just have their own interest in mind. As Taylor Swift sings, listen up my singer haters. Did you hear my covert narcissism? My disguise is altruism like some kind of congressman. Till as old as time. I oh I wake up screaming from dreaming. One day I'll watch as you're leaving, and life will lose all its meaning for the last time. That's how I feel. I feel like tonight I'm gonna go to bed and then wake up screaming from dreaming that the government is gonna ban TikTok and then life will lose all of its meaning for the last time. Anyway, let's just get the fuck into this. So a lot of people have been talking about how TikTok could potentially be banned before a lot of us were even on the goddamn platform. It's been under fire this whole time, dodging shit like the Matrix, bending over backwards to keep itself alive for our entertainment. And for that, I think we should at least thank TikTok and salute it. And it's really done a great job at surviving out here. It's like the Hunger Games. Everyone's trying to kill it, but it never will die. It's it's fucking winning, TikTok. Taking over the whole world, taking Mark Zuckerberg's, Facebook's, Instagram's, YouTube's money, their consumer base, the advertisers' money, they're doing the damn thing. And I'm honored to be on the platform and be a big creator on there that's worked very close with it and went to major events with it and feel pretty supported by the TikTok team that I know and trust. So TikTok is winning. Why has everyone wanted to get rid of it for three years then? If it's the best form of communication... If it's really bringing American uh, middle class together and lower class, just basically not the top 5% or anyone with legislative power together, spreading information so fast, connecting, spreading the truth, enlightening people, and just really feeling like we're not alone. I love the message of TikTok of like, I saw a girl post a TikTok today. She had like basically zero followers. And she wanted to prove a point for how powerful and life-changing TikTok is and why we can't get rid of it because she said, this is the first TikTok I've ever made. I have zero followers and my net worth is in the negative. I'm in debt to the US and I can still go viral on TikTok if people just happen to care about what I'm saying at that moment. And that is a powerful app. Millions of people who had no voice before and had no chance of having a voice now can just say something um, enthralling and millions of people potentially who have never seen them before can hear what an average citizen has to say and how freeing is that it frees us from the shackles of feeling like we have no purpose we're not special we have no meaning uh our voices are useless and it frees us from the isolation and that really is what tiktok is now donald trump tried to ban this app way back in the day when he was still president um he was using the guise of saying that it's a security threat as well and we'll get into that but he was actually blocked from banning it in the year 2020 thank god because 2020 was already 
traumatizing enough with everything that happened, the riots and the pandemic, that would have been crazy. I think the world really would have ended in 2020 if that happened. So thank God the prophecy didn't end there. He was blocked because, well, the Washington Post said that, I just looked this up, that he was blocked because the First Amendment, freedom of speech. They said, quote, a ban would almost certainly run into First Amendment challenges related to free speech. So the Supreme Court would probably block that. But in 2023, are we really facing the same threat? If the security concern is that concerning, if it's at that high of a level of concern, you think they would need to tackle it within the last three years. And can I remind everyone, nothing bad has happened while TikTok has been around for three years. Like, we haven't overthrown the government. Nothing crazy has happened. The the elitist Illuminati are still in power, still controlling all of us. I don't know what they're so afraid of, but still, they are afraid that TikTok is stealing our data and is a major security concern. It's a security threat that steals American data, and that's why it has to go. That's what they're trying to get Congress to pass as a bill right now. So what does that even mean? It's a security threat, and it steals American data. Like, what could they do with that data? They basically think that TikTok is tracking all of us on our devices and gaining any piece of information they can about America through the data that they are stealing through our phones. And they think that TikTok is using that data to push basically a manipulative algorithm out to us to taint and damage the minds of the American youth and manipulate us in a way that they want because technically China controls the algorithm. So they think that Americans are being brainwashed in a way and they don't want to send them our data and they don't want to be have us be influenced by China. That's the whole fucking problem. Right now, they already have TikTok banned on all government devices. You've probably heard that before. Not only in America, though, in multiple countries like Europe, um, you know, all those other European countries that are all so fucking close to each other. You can take a walk and being the next one. You know, a lot of the European countries have it blocked on government phones as well. That makes sense to me because a government phone, I don't know what they, they keep on there. I don't know if they keep nudes of like Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, but probably something important like the uh, the passcodes to Area 51 or the nuclear strike numbers or something. I don't know, but they must have important things on government phones. Maybe stuff about Pizzagate and if Jeffrey Epstein actually didn't kill himself. I can respect that maybe using a foreign app on an American phone that could some way potentially be hacked into by intelligent people overseas and see whatever they want on that phone. I could maybe understand that that's not too far of a stretch that they want to ban it on government devices. But why on our devices? What is even on my phone besides a Pinterest board of cute desserts that I would like to make and photos of my ass? <laughs> like, what? The, I don't think the Chinese... Like, my, my, my ass is a, a weapon of ass destruction, but not a weapon of mass destruction. So there's no reason that they would need to censor or steal whatever I'm doing on my phone. I don't know what's on your guys' phones. I think s- some of my students in this class are freaks with the stories you tell me and conversations that we have. 
who knows what y'all are up to, but I'm pretty sure you're not doing anything diabolical that's going to compromise Uncle Sam and Joe Biden more than just going on a bike ride for Joe Biden would compromise him. But the gag is, is Congress is so gung-ho on this whole narrative they've written that TikTok is a security threat, that it is a bipartisan, 100% collective, unanimous agreement that they all want to ban TikTok. Every single person in Congress. And they were like, wow, this is like the first time we've come together in so long since the Epstein case. It's 100% Democrat and 100% Republicans are all in 100% alignment. They want it gone. That's odd to me because they act like this is a close and shut case. Everyone in America wants this gone because they say it's bipartisan. But the only people who want it gone are people in Congress. Like, sure, however many people are in there want it gone. But 100% of the hundreds of millions of Americans don't want it gone. It's like hundreds of millions versus a small group. So I don't know why they're acting like this is a unanimous decision, but they're really acting like as representatives that it's only their opinion that matters and not the actual people that they're representing, which is really fucked up to me and gets me very, very upset. I'm not going to verbally say any threats because this is a time where I might be monitored and who knows what happened in that case. But maybe those people on January 6th weren't that dumb, if you know what I'm saying. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 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 When they started this congressional hearing yesterday that the CEO of TikTok had to sit and endure, I feel so bad for that man. I want to pay for his therapy after all the questions those dumb ogres asked him. Those idiot imbeciles, um, near-death creatures, prehistoric ancient time boomers who are the last of their kind and near extinction all the dumb ass things that they had to say to him they started the meeting by saying tiktok is a weapon by the chinese communist party to spy on you manipulate what you see and exploit it for future generations oh my fuck oh my fuck it's like dealing with someone in a psychotic loony bin truly who by the way i respect i respect people who are in need of psychiatric help. I do not respect these Congress people. I would love to help someone at the psychiatric hospital, but if I saw these Congress people on the street or in the ocean and they needed a light vest, not throwing it to them. I'm going to wear it around my waist as an accessory instead. But can you see how crazy these people are? Can you save us, Charlie D'Amelio? Charlie D'Amelio, can you save us? The Congress cunts said they will only want to keep TikTok if uh, if China sells it to an American company so they will feel secure with the data. But the gag is, is that China doesn't want to sell it. China's commerce ministry said forcing TikTok sale will seriously damage the confidence of investors from all over the world, including China, to invest in the United States and that China would oppose any sale. No, duh. Also, why are American people so suddenly upset that the most popular app is in phrase from china clearly they want the money because they're saying we need you to sell it to america so we can make more money from the app but it's like everything is already made in china like the shoes i'm wearing the microphone i'm using everything 
my chapstick, everything is made in China. So why can't the most profitable app be too? Like we're constantly giving China money. So why draw the line here? Hmm. So here are the baseline facts that you need to know that we learned from the TikTok CEO, Shou Chu. He is so amazing. If you don't know him, go follow him. He's lovely. He's so smart. He was prepared beyond an inch of his life for this congressional hearing. He came back at them so fast. Anything they would say, he would totally debunk or handle with grace when they were completely disrespecting him, cutting him off, bullying him, pointing at him like aggressive little lobsters and just being trash human beings to witness existing. He handled it with such grace. And I would not have been able to do that if I were him and I would have lost my temper and that would have got TikTok banned. So all praise to show to my daddy. And he's kind of cute too. Everyone online is like, wait, why is the TikTok CEO kind of hot? So here's what he said. He said, okay, Congress people, there's no evidence that China is stealing data from America. Isn't that kind of shocking to hear? There's no evidence. None at all. Before going into this trial, I really thought it was going to look bad for TikTok. And I was like, damn, maybe TikTok will go away. But this trial looked shockingly good for TikTok. Not because of how no one in the room agreed with the CEO of TikTok, but everything he said made perfect sense. So that's why it looked good for TikTok. Like, I thought he was going to be like, yeah, we do sell the data. Yeah, we do uh, track some activities over other websites or apps on your phone yeah we do track that he was like no we don't do any of that and we know you guys don't want that so we've been preparing for years to stop any single fraction or any chance of that happening at all we do not have u.s data point blank period um yeah he said that there is no proof that china has any of our data and it's so frustrating for him because he can't chew he can't prove something that is not there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they were like, prove it. And he's like, well, no matter what I say or show you, you're not going to believe me. Like he could prove that it is there if it was by showing receipts of it being there, but it's not there. So is he just going to show them like an empty receipt or call like whoever from China and being like, Hey, did I send any of this? No, it's just not there. So it's really frustrating that it's like in this case, guilty until proven innocent but you can't prove a negative. He said ByteDance, which is the company that stores the data from TikTok, he said ByteDance is not controlled by China. It is a private company, not even based in China. So the big servers or wherever they physically store people's data isn't even located in China. Isn't that another mindfuck? This guy is Chinese, but he lives and was raised in Singapore, which is far the fuck away from China. Nowhere even near it. So that's another reason why I think this congressional hearing looked good for TikTok, because this doesn't even seem feasible. They are storing the data at the headquarters in LA that I've seen and been to. It's huge. And in Singapore. Insane. And they were like, I don't believe you. Okay. Well, I just swore under oath. Are, are you saying that I would lie under oath? Like, fuck you, cunt. Isn't that insane? Like, why are you even accusing me of potentially lying under oath? That makes me think that you would lie under oath because you're thinking that's something that a feasible human would do in Congress 
at a congressional hearing. So not only did he say, nope, we're not even taking your data. He said that TikTok has been working for more than two years, quote, building what amounts to a firewall to seal off protected U.S. user data from unauthorized foreign access. The bottom line is this American data stored on American soil by American companies overseen by American personnel. So not only is it stored on American soil, but we will we, we have built a firewall that is stopping anyone from China from getting American data like so intensely stopping it. Not only that, but he is going to now let American officials have access to be able to monitor if he's really telling the truth. They will have access to ByteDance and see where the data is going. And for some reason, that's still not enough for them. That's all the proof, point, Blake, period, signed, sealed, delivered that I would need. Doesn't that sound ridiculous, students? It seems like he's making it so easy for them. He's laying it out for these dumb asses who probably ask their grandchildren how to Google something or how to post a video to Facebook. He is laying it out for these 75-year-old turtles and making it so easy for them. Not only that, but he said he is going to delete old legacy data that is being stored at ByteDance from any American device. So not even our old data will be there anymore. But again... Our data is just used to not spy on us, not take anything from our phones, but to sell to advertisers, as every single app does. Like Facebook, Instagram. You know when you go on a new website, it says, will you accept the cookies? Cookies is basically like the um, word, like the, like the friendly, non-threatening word for we are going to track what you're doing to advertise better for you on your phone we're gonna look what you've been looking up and then ads for what you've been looking up will show up on other apps so it's going to track what you're doing on your whole phone that's what cookies are so everyone does that you know who else does that mark zuckerberg on facebook the lizard person the known lizard person member of the illuminati mark zuckerberg uses cookies and he sells U.S. data literally to other countries like China. So why aren't they going after Mark Zuckerberg and these other apps? They're not going after Mark Zuckerberg because Mark Zuckerberg is paying them. He's lobbying them to get rid of TikTok. That is the big conspiracy theory that everyone's talking about. Since there's no proof that TikTok is actually taking our data, people are like, hmm, so what's the ulterior motive by Congress here? Because Congress lies a lot. What is their ulterior motive? Oh, they're just using the data thing as a front, as a guise. But what they're actually doing is they were lobbied by Mark Zuckerberg, probably paid millions and millions of dollars to get rid of his competition, which is TikTok. He wants all the consumers and all the screen time back on his own apps like Instagram and Facebook because he's been losing them all to TikTok. But he, he ruined those apps. Instagram is annoying as fuck. No one wants to go in there because you're constantly getting advertisements. There's a whole shopping page. It's like, like that should be a class on how to ruin a worldwide app because it went downhill so bad. So Mark Zuckerberg is just so angry that 150 million Americans are using a Chinese-owned app and not one of his American apps. So he most likely lobbied to the broke Congress people. They were paid off. 
Um, and they're getting rid of TikTok as fast as possible. That's their plan. However, the Congress people did an awful job at convincing anyone that TikTok should be banned. They know, they know, they fucking know, class, that the data argument wasn't enough. So they prepared other reasons why TikTok should be banned, not just the data. To that, I say, go zuck yourself. Because they, like, them even presenting these ideas as a reason to ban this app it's like almost patronizing because they're so stupid what i'm about to say was their reasons like you think we're dumbasses you think this is first grade these congress people prepared powerpoint presentations like that you would prepare to give to your parents to convince them to let you and your cousin have a sleepover they were that juvenile and just ill thought out so anyway, they knew that the whole security breach wouldn't be enough, so they had to come up with other reasons. So they tried to basically say that TikTok is not only stealing your data, but also blatantly spying on you, maybe even through the camera of your phone or through the Wi-Fi in your house. Yes, a real congressman, like a real grown adult that went to college and apparently has an education, asked the TikTok CEO in a very threatening um like condescending aggressive way as if he knows he's right and he really got the ceo in a tight one and it's a gotcha moment he said does tiktok connect to the wi-fi in my house he really fucking said that he really tried to make the point that if tiktok connects to the wi-fi in your house that you are being spied on by tiktok mr chu does tiktok access the home wi-fi network only if the user turns on the Wi-Fi. I'm sorry, I may not understand the So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? It will have to, to access the network to get connections to the internet, if that's the question. Is it possible then that it could access other devices on that home Wi-Fi network? Congressman, we do not do anything that is beyond any industry norms. Um, I believe the answer to your question is no. It could be technical. Let me get back to you. That question is going to change my thought process about American politics forever. It's going to change my respect level for any elected government official, any member of Congress ever. I'm now going to look at them not as a higher up, not as a noble um, serviceman that I should respect. I'm now going to look at all of them as totally average dumbasses who have no idea what they're talking about, who just happened to have some sort of life or decided to go down the path to be in Congress and they just somehow got elected. It made me feel like they are all completely incompetent. That question was actually so catastrophically dumb that we as Gen Z, I hope the veil was lifted off of all of your eyes, students, and you realize that we cannot respect these Congress people, because they have been rendered incapable and disinterested in doing what is best for us. He really tried to come up with the reason that since TikTok connects to your Wi-Fi, that is why we should get rid of it. Like, boy, just say you're getting paid by Mark Zuckerberg or you don't like that TikTok allows the American public to connect and wake up from the spell that capitalism has us under. Just say that. Say the real reasons. Don't say because of Wi-Fi. What the fuck? Another dumbass congressman said that he thinks TikTok is evil because it's following our eyes. 
when we look at the screen, as if Snapchat, FaceTime, and all these things don't look at our eyes. He really asked that. Can you tell me right now, can you say with 100% certainty that TikTok does not use the phone's camera to determine whether the content that elicits a pupil dilation should be amplified by the algorithm? Can you tell me that? We do not collect body, face, or voice data to identify our users. We do not. The, the, the How, only wait, wait, you, you don't? The, no. The only face data that you get that we collect is when you use the filters to have, say, sunglasses on your face. We need to know where your eyes are. And Why that, do you need it, to know what the eyes are and, if you're not seeing if they're dilated? And, and that data is stored on your local device and deleted after use if you use it for facial. Again, we do not collect body, face, or voice data to identify our users. I find that hard to believe. It's our understanding that they're looking at the eyes. How do you determine what age they are then? Um, we rely on age gating as our key age assurance. Age gating, which is when you ask the user what age they are. We have also developed some tools where we look at their public profile um, to go through the videos that they post to see whether... Well, that's creepy. Tell me more about that. It's public. So if you post a video, that's, you choose that video to go public, that's how you get people to see your video. We look at those to see if you, it matches up the age that you talked about. Sho Chu is such a great man. He is such a respectful man for not just going off on that dumb bitch, for even answering that question. I would have said I'm not giving credence to that dumb ass question by even answering it. Anyone with a kindergarten education, I repeat, a four-year-old, a circus monkey, or the cocaine bear, or a wild ape of moderate intelligence could understand why an app needs to see your eyes to put a sunglass filter on. Who are we talking to? Congress? Or a freak show of paranoid clowns? Let's move on. So, then another congresswoman who just the sight of her repulses me. She brought up a video that is posted on TikTok right now that is a clip art photo of a gun and it has about 10 likes and it basically has the caption that says me at the congressional hearing about TikTok shooting a congress person that sounds like quite a threatening post I'll give her that they like put asterisks over uh, letters so they so the video wouldn't get taken down but let me remind you this account had like zero followers and it had like 10 likes so TikTok isn't really monitoring someone like that because it's not really impacting. It's not really doing anything. Um, it's really no danger to anyone because it's basically invisible. No one sees it. Mr. Show, I'd like to direct your attention to the screen for a short video, if you don't mind. Mr. Show. That video was posted 41 days ago. As you can see, it is captioned me as F at the House Energy and Commerce Committee on March 23rd of this year. This video was posted before this hearing was publicly noticed. I think that's a very interesting point to raise. But more concerning is the fact that it names this chairwoman by name. Your own community guidelines state that you have a firm stance against enabling violence on or off TikTok. We do not allow people to use our platform to threaten or incite violence or to promote violent extremist organizations, individuals, or acts. 
When there is a threat to public safety or an account is used to promote or glorify off-platform violence, we ban the account. This video has been up for 41 days. It is a direct threat to the chairwoman of this committee, the people in this room, and yet it still remains on the platform. And you expect us to believe that you are capable of maintaining the data security, privacy and security of 150 million Americans where you can't even protect the people in this room? I think that is a blatant display of how vulnerable people who use TikTok are. You couldn't take action after 41 days when a clear threat, a very violent threat to the chairwoman of this committee and the members of this committee was posted on your platform. You damn well know that you cannot protect the data and security of this committee or the 150 million users of your app because it is an extension of the CCP. And with that, I yield back. Can I respond, Chair? No, we're going to move on. She said that the fact that that video was left up that could potentially have caused or led to a shooting at that Congress hearing because a random person put a clip art photo of a gun. The fact that that video stayed up and wasn't taken down because of the strict guidelines on TikTok that prohibit violence. She thinks that equates to TikTok being incapable of protecting the 150 million Americans' data and security while using the app. That, students, is what we call a straw man fallacy. That is when someone takes a very weak point of an unrelated argument. For example, in this case, the clip art photo of a gun with 10 legs and compares it to the actual big problem and basically says, well, if that's true, then so does this thing have to be true. Not at all. We see past it, girl. You're not fooling anyone gen z is smart gen z is not full of dumb asses my students in this class even the ones who aren't gen z even the millennials smart as fuck i've never seen such a collective hate for congress ever on twitter everyone is saying the questioning of the ceo on tiktok they thought they ate that no it just made them look dumb as hell do you guys feel like do you know when people say they feel like they're raising their parents like you have to like teach your parents how to act and teach them the way kind of and you almost take on the parenting role i feel like that is what we are for congress like we have to raise them because they're it's like talking to idiots it's like talking to little children we like so we've heard multiple reasons that they are trying to convince who are they trying to convince actually who we are not gaslightable Remember when I was saying that Gen Z is not gaslightable. You cannot convince us of a reality that isn't true. All of these reasons are not based in reality. I don't know who they're trying to convince besides them fucking selves. Maybe Joe Biden. But if Joe Biden was paid off by Mark Zuckerberg as well, seems like they already made up their mind. But here's another reason that they're trying to convince God knows who to save TikTok. So they said that we need to save the children. They always go back to the children. Drag queens are killing children with their bare hands. Gay people are killing children. No. And neither is TikTok. So they were showing show Chu videos of people doing reckless things on TikTok and making jokes about 
killing themselves like very gen z humor where people are like oh i chipped it now i'm gonna fucking kill myself like that's just what gen z people say we discuss ending it all and honestly it doesn't seem like the worst business plan to maybe end it all and i think i can go into a lot of reasons why gen z is so comfortable with the conversation of offing yourself or fucking dying but that's just gen z humor do you know what i'm saying so he was saying that your technology is literally leading to people dying because of the, these types of videos and we must save our children from big tech companies like yours who will continue to abuse and manipulate them for your own gain would you show this to your own two kids would you want them to see this we need to protect our children america's children and to that i mean we i need to give out a fucking award for the most hypocritical hippo of the goddamn universe you say you care about children's physical and mental health but the blood of tens of thousands of kids that have been killed in school shooting or public shootings are on your hands because you won't ban guns for your own personal gain and agenda or how about the kids who die from not having universal health care if something happens to them and they simply cannot afford good treatment or how about you not funding mental health programs or how about you attacking and oppressing LGBTQ children or children of color who have higher rates of unaliving themselves? How dare you try to manipulate to manipulate all of us by saying you want to save the children? That is sinister and you disgust me because of how detached from reality you are in saying that, given what Congress has done to protect children. Nothing. Like I said, Shochu was really coming back at them really strong with all these points. And then they would call him a good dancer with words as if he's some calculated evil mastermind. No, he's not a good dancer with words. He can just form a string of sentences that are comprehensible and make sense. Unlike the Congress people. So let's talk about the next thing. Someone in Congress said that TikTok will never value American values and it will never push them on its platform. They said that the American values are freedom, human rights, and innovation. Lol lol bombastic side eye fully insane they would say that freedom when you're trying to take away our freedom of speech and this ban was literally banned in the past because of the first amendment so you you, you say tiktok doesn't push freedom even though it literally has given more freedom of speech than anything in american history human rights which is insane because you can't say the word gay in some states and you're literally trying to eradicate transgender people, which by the way, again, that makes no sense. That is not a realistic concept. That is impossible. I hope everyone knows that. So they're again, just saying shit that makes no sense and innovation as if TikTok isn't the most innovative app we've seen. So it's funny that they just listed off things that they're hypocritical about. And American apps are actually proven to steal more data than TikTok ever has in, in, in its life. And Shochu even said that. He said, with all due respect, American apps have been much worse with this problem that you guys are talking about. Just look at Facebook, for example. We all know what it's doing. Um, and the way they say American values so arrogantly really pissed me off because this whole trial just reeked of xenophobia already because it's an app in a foreign country. So the way that they were just like spewing their gross, nasty white privilege in his face the whole time, as if like, ha ha ha, you can't sit with us. 
and you wish you could have the power that we do, but you don't here in America. Just so nasty. And a majority of the Congress people who were talking to him were white. And the fact that they would look at Sho Chu, this part pissed me off the most, you guys. This part pissed Professor Patty off the most. They were purposely mispronouncing his last name, Chu. They would say some other generic sounding, potentially feasible, plausible deniability name where they maybe meant to say Chu, but they didn't care enough to remember. They would literally call him by other names. That reeks of racism. And even if you didn't do it on purpose, the fact that you didn't care enough about him or you already made up your mind so much before this trial that you didn't even care to learn about the guy being on the spot. Like you didn't even care to learn his name. So fucked up. It's blatant xenophobia, if you ask me. And it made me so embarrassed to be an American. Like when Ariana Grande said, she was so right when she licked that donut and said, I hate America. She was really onto something there. <laughs> Let's rocket fire through a last few list of reasons why these Congress cunts want to ban TikTok. These are so insane. Like so nonsensical. They're going to make you laugh. This is why they want to ban it from a whole country of 150 million people. They were just scratching, clawing for any reason. They were making cute little poster boards and billboards with all these reasons on it too. As if they were fifth graders at their first science fair trying to scrap together really anything for a passing grade. Fifth graders could make better reasons than them. And I know that. They are not smarter than a fifth grader. So they said... It's really toxic or really horrible for American society that kids can be on this app more than 60 minutes a day. Insane, because literally that, like, every app does that. Video games do that. TV does that. I guarantee you all these lazy Congress people are watching TV over an hour a day easily, so there's really no difference there. They said that the dangerous challenges on TikTok is a major reason why we should ban it. And they were citing challenges that literally no one does. Like they were saying that people are drinking NyQuil or choking themselves to the point of almost passing out, but not quite passing out. I've seen no one do that. They maybe saw a one psychotic 11 year old who was not well adjusted, try to make herself pass out. I have not seen anyone do that. And that's an industry problem. That's not a TikTok problem. Do you guys remember the cinnamon challenge of 06? People were choking, gagging. Esophaguses were being closed during that challenge. Okay. So next, eh, try again. Others were accusing TikTok of promoting content that encourages eating disorders among children, illegal drug sales, and sexual exploitation. Eating disorders? How about... Every single primetime television show, every single movie that's put out, every magazine that's sold, every reality show that's out. How about the fact that these assholes in Congress are the exact type of parents that would call their kids fat from the time that they were eight and on and give them an eating complex that would lead to a disorder? I think we can all agree that eating disorders mostly start within the family. Like you get them because of your family. So the fact that they're trying to put it all on TikTok, insane. Illegal drug sales... I can guarantee you no one is blatantly illegally selling drugs. 
on TikTok. Sexual exploitation. What about people literally promoting their OnlyFans on Twitter? Or posting everything but the tip and the nip on Instagram. Kids under 13 aren't even allowed on the app. And there's major restrictions for kids under 18. So it's weird that they would give that as a reason. Again, that's an industry problem, not a TikTok problem. They were even saying that there were self-harm challenges. Has anyone seen a self-harm challenge? Is that on the emo side of TikTok? Because the emo people will exist no matter what. It's not just a TikTok thing. But self-harm challenges, hmm. Remember when we were all stabbing ourselves with knives? Singing, I have all my fingers. The knife goes chop, chop, chop. And if I miss a beat, um, oh my God, I forgot the words. Wait, I used to love that song. I used to love that challenge. I would always almost stab myself in the hand. I have all my fingers and I've goes chop, chop, chop. And if I miss the, oh, chop, 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 chop. I'm picking up the speed. And if I miss or something, my hand will surely bleed. Like we were fully taking big knives and almost stabbing ourselves for fun on Insta, Snapchat and Twitter. And they didn't have a problem with it then. So Congress, you are just covert narcissist pretending to be altruist. One of the congressmen who is so old, he looks like the Grim Reaper is literally knocking at his door right now. And we should just say RIP in advance. He exposed Congress's plan here because his question was so dumb. He said, when am I going to get paid for the for the data that you're stealing from my daughters, my wife and my neighbors? Oh, so you're just worried about getting paid, aren't you? When am I going to get paid? When is it my turn to make money? It's not. So that's the problem. Joe Biden wants it to be sold to an American company so the American government officials can make money. But since that's not happening because China doesn't want to, you are just taking money from Mark Zuckerberg that way. You're, they're all just trying to make money. And it's very embarrassing and disgusting to watch. So do I think Joe Biden will actually ban TikTok? That would be so catastrophic for him. His political career, I'm pretty sure, would be over. People are already really mad at him for passing the Willow Project, which will basically lead to definite climate disaster uh, just for the fact that he wants to make more money for America that's in debt. Like, the Willow Project is very bad. I could talk about it next episode, but he just agreed to do the Willow Project, destroy the climate, and now he's really going to take away like the one thing that the people have. Like the one thing that makes us happy is this app and it's consistently made us happy for three years. The riots would be crazy. I would be burning shit over there, burning shit over there, giving people lighters, matches. Like I would be the one to encourage a bunch of people to go burn shit. I'd be streaking. I would be throwing chairs into glass windows. And I think a lot of people would actually think that's the appropriate response. And I hope you guys would too. So I think Gen Z will hate him. And that is the only way that he would have won if he had Gen Z's vote in 2024. And I think this is less of a blow for Republicans to face the backlash of a potential TikTok ban because they already know Gen Z is not going to vote for them. But it would be really detrimental for Joe Biden in particular. And he's in a, a vulnerable situation here. So I feel like I'm not sure. I don't want him to, but I'm not sure. <laughs> It's funny that I can't give a yes or no answer because everyone was yelling at Shochu to give a yes or no answer. They were so fucking dumb. Like, that must have been said a hundred times. <laughs> they would ask him a question like, why do you need to track someone's eyes if they want to put on the sunglass filter? And Sho would be like, because 
it needs to go on their eyes. And they would interrupt him and be like, yes or no? Yes or no? So dumb. Um, but yeah, I obviously I'm a TikTok creator, so it'd be very upsetting to see my overall source of income go away. That makes me sad. Of course it does. I wouldn't want that. Even beyond that, though, I'm confident with my other platforms like my podcast, my Snapchat show, Instagram, and YouTube. But it'd be a very challenging time to regroup and build my presence back to what it was on any other app because I do make content directly for TikTok then repurpose on other platforms. But overall, it would just make me sad that the American people don't have that to connect because there's truly been a communal spiritual awakening kind of on TikTok a sense of community that is unmatched, a sense of belonging, a sense that we're not alone, and just an overall group consciousness that is very inspiring that we all like to be a part of on TikTok, that that algorithm on there is so perfect, so strong, and no other algorithm uh, gives you exactly what you want, like TikTok, and connects you to exactly who you need to be connected to, like that app, TikTok. So it would just make me more sad for everyone. Of course, it'd be sad that my main source of income is gone, but I would even be sadder for the repercussions on everyone. So the overall worry that they have about TikTok is that the Chinese Communist Party will gather enough of our data to turn the American youth against America and somehow use our data against us. But it's funny that they kind of turned America against themselves by having such a poor congressional meeting, exposing themselves as useless idiots and that's why they want tiktok gone because we just got to sit back and judge them and laugh at them and think they're so stupid and all gossip about it together and point and laugh as a group and they don't want us to have that power anymore they want to take away our freedom of speech of doing things like that and uh, having group think like this and i love when Sho chu said at the end of his congressional hearing he said that quote tiktok is a place f- for free expression and that will not be manipulated by any government and he was saying it to congress as if like he's going to make sure china doesn't manipulate that but i feel like there was a double entendre of him saying i'm not going to let america manipulate this app and i'll be damned if i sell it to america you won't bully me and force me into doing this and if anything tiktok will just have to leave america and the rest of the world can have it and good for him. Um, but what can we learn from this? I think we can learn that like America is not the land of the free. And that's the business slogan. But it's false. Like America is a business. And that's the slogan. That's the jingle. Land of the free. Home of the brave. False. False. It is not the land of the free. They're taking away our freedom of speech. Any chance that they get. And just the importance of keeping track of not only the president and voting in big elections. But your local representatives your congressmen. So what you can do to combat this is you can call your congresspeople. Wait, let me pull up the websites where you can find them. Um, Basically, you can call them and you'll do this in a very nice way, but you'll basically just tell them that if they vote to pass the bill that would ban TikTok, you will do everything in your power in a nice way, students, in a nice way. You'll do everything in their power, in your power, to make sure they don't win their primary election. You will put money into fundraising for their opponents, put money and your time into raising awareness for 
their opponents and you will vote for their opponents and they will lose. And that will frustrate them not only because they would be scared of losing then, but they will also have to spend millions of dollars trying to combat that bad press. And the last thing they want to do is spend more money in a campaign than they have to. So you just need to make them sweat. So you can contact them at house.gov and senate.gov. And yeah, find the congressperson for your area and then give them a call and just say, please don't sign that bill or I'm going to have to campaign for your opponents in your primary, specifically their primary, because that's the one that's the most stake for them to win. It could really fuck them up if they lose. So yeah, um, fight the power and fuck bitches get money. What if rich, wise, straight men didn't rule the world anymore? So I want to talk about some other tea going on in the world. You know, that's what we like doing here. That's the main course, what makes us happy. And we'll always have this regardless of what TikTok's fate is. I'm not censored on here. I could say whatever they want. They tried to kill me. They tried to motherfucking kill me. But I'm back. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going no fucking where. Yeah. So Rob Kardashian, I made an old, an episode in the past talking about his potential overdose. Quick recap, there's major, major, major conspiracy theory rumors that Rob Kardashian actually overdosed in December of last year, on December 28th, and he's been spiraling down this horrible path of doing opioids and drinking alcohol with them. And there's a rumor that Rob accidentally got some fentanyl in one of the drugs that he was doing. The Kardashians are very, 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 very good at controlling the press, controlling the media, paying people off. And they are in contact with every single American media outlet who would dare leak this information. And any social media posts, they can get taken down immediately. That's why I didn't even make a post about them. I've talked to people on their team or who used to work with them. It is a tight-knit business there. It's not a fucking joke. Chris Jenner controlling their media so that's why no one has heard about this but again i'm so not censored on this podcast and i'm not gonna like put it in the description rob kardashian had an overdose but i just want to bring up the birthday post that chloe made for rob chloe kardashian and rob kardashian they're very close and they've always been but this birthday post that chloe made for rob was just so it just seems like something that you would make for someone who just recently went through a hard time also, other proof that Rob overdosed, um, he wasn't with his kids on Christmas, and he is a very good dad, so he would want to be on Dream with Christmas, but all reports say that he was not with his kids on Christmas, and he wasn't at the Kardashian Christmas Eve party. I feel like that's the one event that he does go to. Plus, the day that he supposedly overdosed, the Kardashians did like some counter PR with Rob, where they all, all the sisters and the mom, posted on their Instagram story a collab that Rob just did with Rick and Morty, the cartoon for an apparel line. And the slogan of the apparel line was half dead. So there's like Rick and Morty shirts with Rob Kardashian's name on it. That's at half dead. First of all, I think it's hilarious that Rick and Morty were like, what is Rob Kardashian's brand? The fact that he's kind of half dead. That's 
a little funny just because he's never in the public eye. People don't even know where he is or if he's half dead. But anyway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me read you the post that France uh, journalists were posting about. So apparently this was only being reported in France that Rob Kardashian overdosed. So this report says, Rob Kardashian is currently under surveillance in the hospital. He will spend the night there to do a battery of medical examinations. He's fine. He's awake, conscious. Still, according to my source, he would have arrived in the emergency room unconscious, pale lips, pale face, blue lips, and people are very worried about him. His family is super scared. They hesitate to send him directly to treatment after he leaves the emergency room. The reasons for this act are still rather vague, but as soon as I have the details, I will let y'all know. They said it is currently 2.25 a.m. in Los Angeles. Rob Kardashian is fine. He woke up and regained his senses. He started crying and screaming random things like missing his child. Apparently, he was on painkillers, Oxycontin, and alcohol, as well as there was a few traces of fentanyl in his system. And a pale face and blue lips is how Demi Lovato described herself after um, she almost overdosed on fentanyl. So I don't know. Okay, now let me read you Chloe's Instagram thing. Chloe said, it's one of my favorite days because it's one of my favorite human beings' birthdays. My baby Bobby boy. My wish for you is a thousand wishes and for all of them to come true. That you wake up one day and you know with everything inside your being that you are enough. You've always been enough. My wish is that you feel what anyone feels when they're in your presence, complete bliss and respect. You make people feel safe and that they are at home when they're around you. I pray you realize that we are the lucky ones because we have you. My wish for you, I want you to be happy, deeply and sublimely happy. I want deep, peaceful happiness to enter your life and for it to never leave your side. I wish for God to place a crown upon your head and that that, this crown cloaks you in strength grace and love my wish is that you continue to do things that push you outside your comfort zone let this season be what it needs to be let it shape you how it is destined to tell people that you love them often and and that you appreciate them be the greatest person you can possibly be don't do things that wouldn't make you proud do things that make you proud surround yourself with people who bring out the best of you believe in yourself and in your journey continue to be humble let go of the pressure that your past has put on you Thrive at your own pace. The secret is just be better than you were yesterday. The desire is to do it all for you and for you alone. I thank God every day for our relationship and the relationship with our children. God always has a plan. I thank God that you and I have the weirdest sense of humor. I will forever protect you, my beautifully brave brother. Happy birthday, King. Oh, first of all, that was the cutest post ever. That could make me cry. Chloe is so spiritual and just says the perfect thing. And that's the kind of birthday post I want from someone. Really tell me how much you love me and what you want for me and how grateful you are. No excuses. I don't want no HBD shit. Type me paragraphs. Bring God into it. Tell me how I am God. Seriously, that's what I want on my birthday. But yeah, doesn't that just seem a bit too much of a lovey-dovey, like, I'm so thankful you're still here. I hope you get better kind of post. I don't know. I was just thinking that I felt like it could relate to his overdose and we haven't really heard anything past december about it we really never see rob anyway especially since then so that's just kind of the update that i have for you guys for about rob kardashian's potential overdose something else i want to talk about before this episode is over is that rosalia and raul alejandro 
are engaged. I hope I'm saying his name right. They're two Spanish singers. Rosalia, super, super famous, like Moto Mami, one of the baddest bitches on the planet right now. The face where she chews gum during that one song. So cunt, so slay. She doesn't have to say a word and she's mothering by just chewing gum on stage. So Rosalie is a bad bitch. Raul Alejandro, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm so sorry. He is so unbelievably sexy. So sexy. I saw him perform live at the Billboard Awards. And they're like a power couple. And the fact that they just got engaged and they're both at the peak of their career. I love a good old-fashioned power move by getting engaged for the sake of your music career. And I think that's what they're doing. So good for them. Both being sexy uh, Latino god and goddesses. And their kids are going to be unbelievably blessed in this life. And I was excited for them. The last thing I want to talk about is Jojo Siwa like exposed Nickelodeon and it was wonderful. She really stuck it to the man. Jojo Siwa is a legend. I don't care what anyone says. I used to be such a hater of Jojo with the Bobos. Boomerang, that god awful song. I don't care what the haters say. I'm going to bounce back like a boomerang. She said she wanted to perform at the Super Bowl with songs like Boomerang. Ooh, she used to get under my skin for sure. And that weird amount of energy she always had. She was putting something in her Cheerios in the morning. Something was going on that was not a natural amount of energy. Have you seen that video of her dancing for the paparazzi? But she's not just dancing. She is full on break dancing. Like the paparazzis are just like, smile, give us a pose. And she's like, how about I give you a 32 step dance with full blown effort and choreography right now. Crazy. Couldn't get behind her for now. Ever since she came out as a lesbian, I'm Jojo Siwa's number one fan. And I've never not been her number one fan. I don't remember a time when I didn't like Jojo Siwa. I've always stand her. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Anyway, Jojo Siwa, she did a little lip sync to Megan Trainor's god-awful song, Mother, on TikTok. Honestly, ban TikTok just so we never have to hear that shit again. That god-awful song. I am your mother. I'll throw up if I keep going. But she put words on the screen as she was lip syncing to this song. And it was all about exposing a company that she used to work with that were really horrible to her when she came out as a lesbian. Big lesbian crush on you. I love lesbians. They're like gay people in reverse. So this is the story. She says, January 2021, I come out to the world. The company I work for told me they needed to have a meeting with me ASAP. (laughs) The fact that she got a text from Nickelodeon, probably like Jamie Lynn Spears, like, you're gay? Who told you you're allowed to be gay? When did this happen? When did you hang out with Ellen DeGeneres? Did you catch the lesbian from her? Did Ellen cough on you? So anyway, she continued, during this meeting, the president of the company negatively asked me, what are you going to tell your young demographic? (laughs) As if she was caught for a DUI or selling crack on the street or died. What are you going to tell your young demographic? She said, I took a second to process what they just asked me, literally. And then she said the truth. She said, I'm going to tell them the truth. As if that is the most absurd last thing Nickelodeon would expect. They're like, (gasps) nuke drop. You're going to tell them the truth that you're. uh, 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 uh." 
lesbian. Wake up, people. It's not 2010 anymore. <laughs> people are out and proud these days. Jojo continued and said, wait, there's more. I've never seen a man roll his eyes so far in the back of his head. I have. Wink, wink. She said, it was silent, so I started talking again. I said, I'm not going to hide who I am and who I love to anyone, especially the next generation. Purr. No, seriously, though. The young kids are who need the gay education most. Do you know how confusing it is to be a young gay person and everyone's telling you you're gay and laughing at you, but you don't get it because you're eight years old and you don't even know what sexuality is? It is so confusing and scary and you are told like you're going to end up one day developing sexual feelings for the same sex and everyone's going to hate you. You're like waiting for that day to come and just having that light tower of an adult who is a good role model and shows you that being a successful gay, lesbian, trans person is possible and amazing and you'll thrive in society would comfort a lot of young gay kids. So thank God Jojo Siwa did that. She continued and said he didn't like that very much. However, since I came out, so many adults say to me, I wish I had someone like you when I was younger, which reminds me every time that I did the right thing and to never let anyone change who you are. Oh, yeah, she really risked a lot by doing that. And I always forget that. If I ever try to not like Jojo C off for a second again, or she, she, she screeches at too high of an octave online, I remember she's a gay icon. It doesn't matter if you love him. Or capital H-I-M. M. M. So the T is that everyone thinks this is about Nickelodeon because right after she came out, you know, at the time she was working for Nickelodeon. So clearly that's the company she's referring to. But right after she came out, she didn't go to the Kids' Choice Awards the next week. And I mean, like, she's Jojo Siwa. She is the kids' favorite person. She's Beyonce to the children. She can't walk into Toys R Us without getting mobbed. So she didn't go to the Kids' Choice Awards next week or the week after, and that's crazy. And a lot of people online were asking, Jojo, why aren't you at the KCAs, the biggest night for a young child star's life? And she said, a lot of you have been asking why I'm not at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards tonight. And the very simple answer is, I wasn't invited. I'm not sure why. I just didn't get an invite. I love the perfect amount of shade she threw. She didn't just say the Kids' Choice Awards. She said, I'm not at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards tonight. She was like, let me remind you who puts on these Kids' Choice Awards. And then she says, I didn't do anything. I'm not sure why I wasn't invited. Mwah. Chef's kiss, Jojo. Let them know. And that's how you put someone on blast without being crazy and aggressive about it. So after this whole statement came out, with Jojo on TikTok this week and everyone thinks she's talking about Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon had to come out and clear their name and say that, um, well, this is what E! News said. It said, a Nickelodeon spokesperson told E! News in a statement that the incident did not take place with that company, which previously posted a message of support for Jojo days after she came out in 2021. We are unaware of what incident or meeting Jojo is referencing, but it certainly did not happen at Nickelodeon. We have valued and supported JoJo since day one of our relationship together, and we still do today. Very interesting. Very interesting to me, because it seems like JoJo is kind of subtly letting us all know that it is Nickelodeon. Maybe they came to some deal with her for her not to say anything. 
there was some PR push with some money, but I don't know. Jojo just seems like she was angry at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Very clearly called out Nickelodeon. And that was the number one company she was working with at the time, like the biggest. So I think it was Nickelodeon. They'll never be free of the history of what Dan Schneider did with Ariana Grande and her feet ever. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for listening to today's podcast episode here at Pop Culture University. I appreciate and love you all, my gorgeous students. Um, Sorry if I was a bit too crazy today. I was just so mad all day watching all of these videos and feeling like we're being gaslit by the whole country. But remember, guys, stay ungaslightable. Never let anyone make you question your reality. Because, like, you know when they say trust your gut? Like, trust your mind, too. You know what's actually going on. And that is the most comforting feeling I've ever had when I decided to become ungaslightable. I'm like, oh, wait, this person's telling me a literal lie. I know the truth because I'm not dumb. I know what's going on here. So just always trust yourself and never let yourself be gaslit and take that into the weekend with you. If anyone tries to like pull anything, even like subtle about plans that you had or where you were going to get food or what, what any conversation you're having with a loved one or a friend, if they try to mend the reality of what's going on, nope. Tell yourself in your head, I know the truth. I know my reality and no one is like going to gaslight me right now. Mm-mm. It all ties in with self-belief and trusting yourself, having high self-confidence. It's just a part of the whole process, but a very vi- like, um, crucial part of the process, not letting other people question your own abilities, especially your cognitive ability of knowing the truth of the matter. So go into the weekend being ungaslightable. Anyway, <laughs> I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Thank you all for joining again. Love you all. Uh, screenshot yourself listening to this podcast. Post it on your Instagram story. Tag me and say, um, say something crazy. Say like, say Congress will rue the day. Say that Congress will rue the day. Cause they'll like, they'll have no idea what the fuck that means. So do that. And I'll hit you up. We can chat in the DMS, right? This podcast, five star Apple podcast, Spotify, even if you think I'm a bad singer, which who would think that? I don't know. Crazy people. Um, check out my Snapchat show unfiltered pop. It's lit over there on unfiltered pop. Check it out. And Yeah. Until next time, love you all. Stay safe this weekend. And I will see you all Tuesday. Okay, bye. Class dismissed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. At Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles, so we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With a family on vacation. Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Uh, Normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. 
Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. It's 2023 and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show, Freaking Rocks. Join World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and I as we banter about the best of the best from Major League Baseball, including power rankings. One of the best players of all time. Headlines. Solidifies a dynasty. And special guests. Reese Hoskins. Stro showed Jose Trevino. Listen and or watch every episode of the Wake and Rake podcast, available on all your favorite listening platforms and the all-new Believe Sports channel.